Eric Berman joins us for the State House Review. Of course, he is the man with his finger on the pulse of what is happening in our state capital. And one of the things that's been going on is this uh, question about the cigarette tax. And it was a 50 cent tax coming out of the house. And then are they going to double it? Are they going to drop it? Where are we with this? Yeah, I, I said in my story last week, this is double or nothing, basically. There there probably is not support to do it in the Senate, according to uh, what Senate President Pro Tem Rod Bray said. There's probably not support to do it at the 50-cent level because the people who don't want a tax at all still aren't going to like that. And the people who support a tax say, look, this isn't enough to do what you're trying to do, which is to discourage smoking. So they're likely to either kill it entirely or put it back to where it started out, which is a dollar a pack increase. Um, which one that is, too soon to tell. The hearing has not been scheduled. It's definitely going to get a hearing. Um, for one thing, it's part of the budget right now. <laughs> that clearly gets a hearing. But, yeah, this is a remains-to-be-seen issue. One of the other ones is this idea about panhandling. It's it's Justin Moet, a uh, Democrat from Indianapolis who has had his issues uh, before, saying that, look, the, the last conversation about panhandling went after the, 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 the people, right? We need to go after the actions. That's the part that needs to be legislated here. It's actually a pretty interesting approach to, to the problem. But isn't this exactly what they claim the General Assembly shouldn't be doing, which is the state getting involved in a, in a city issue? I mean, I think this is specific about Indianapolis panhandling, even though it would apply to Fort Wayne, Evansville, and across uh, the, the, the state. Has there been an argument that, oh, you're, you're trying to play in our world again? You don't get to do that. Um, that argument has not come up, and that is one of two things that's uh, striking to me about that bill. I mean, the, you're right. This has been a session. If there's a single theme in this session, it has been the legislature flexing its muscles with a lot of bills targeting, okay, this, we don't like this thing that's happening in Indianapolis, or we don't like this thing that the governor is doing, particularly with respect to the emergency. The legislature has been exerting a, a lot more authority in some of the bills that are moving forward. This is one where there was bipartisan agreement. This is one where everybody said that, uh, yeah, this is something that we need to address. And that is the second thing that's striking to me. This was the last piece of legislation offered by Brian Bosma, the the former uh, House Speaker. Um, This was at the end of his final term last year. Um, And basically his rationale was, look, this is a big problem in Indy. We've got to do something about it. That bill, if memory serves, I'd have to look up the roll call. But that was a somewhat controversial bill. It was not a party-line vote, but I think it was close to a party-line vote. Whereas this year, what this says, you've got a bill introduced by a Democratic legislator, uh, endorsed overwhelmingly. There were only two no votes, both from Republicans. Um, This is the legislature, or at least the House, saying this is a big problem. We've got to do something. The bill we passed last year got knocked down as unconstitutional. We think this will both address the problem and do it in a legal way. Talking to Eric Berman, chief political correspondent here at 93 WIBC. We spoke the other day about what happened uh, at the state capitol and this back and forth. Uh, people uh, booing or groaning about a, uh, a conversation regarding this this 
what was happening in South Bend schools and can a school district, you know, can part of a school district split apart and go to another school and then people complaining about it and declaring that it's an issue of race, people booing that, then people walking out and then people calling other members racist and then now demands for implicit bias training and 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 really, as as I have said it, Eric, uh, the entirety of the General Assembly looks pretty awful. Uh, in, in in this entire thing, um, is there? We talked about it before, but now we're a, a couple weeks past. Is there a real divide within the General Assembly, and does this have a way of working itself out? Um, you know, time is a great healer. Um, I've not heard any more about it since last week. Last week, I said I thought this was going to be a lingering wound, and I'm still not sure I'm wrong. Because this is not, as we said last week, this is not just a disagreement about issues or even a fundamental disagreement about issues. This is people on either side questioning each other's motives. You know, this is the origin of the specific dust-up was in a House rule that says you will not question another member's motives for his position on a bill. And both sides were accusing the other of doing that on both sides of the racial divide. That's tough to heal. Now, there's not been a lot of similar tension that I've noticed in the last week, but it's been a very quiet week. You know, we just passed halftime. We're just starting with uh, the House considering Senate bills and vice versa. And so they haven't really been in session a lot, or ever they've been in session and it's been very brief. So I don't know if this has blown over or not. I don't know what conversations have been going on behind the scenes with people reaching out to each other to try and patch things up. I think in what I think everyone would agree is a partisan climate generally – There's potential for this to continue to simmer a little bit. I don't think they're past it. I I hope they are. Um, But something tells me that uh, we're not quite past the tension. Before I let you go, Eric Berman, what have I not brought up that is creating the most back and forth in the House and Senate? You know, again, we're, we're in that sort of lull. I think the stuff that's really going to create the back and forth once they come up for hearings, if they come up for hearings, are those bills we were just discussing, the ones that uh, would reach into Indianapolis government and change things. Of course, the uh, emergency powers bill. And one that I know you're following closely, the bill to abolish gun licenses. That is going to be controversial when it comes up in the Senate. Um, we'll, we'll see how that one uh, turns out and in what form. But there's no question that's going to be a hot-button issue as we move forward. Eric Berman, chief political correspondent with the Statehouse Review on the drivehubler.com hotline.